0: Wait, so what were you saying about oh I, yeah like when you a man and a woman pre- pre- specifically well just when, more.
1: yeah more often than not but like I, I see it happen with like gay people too it's just any yeah. time that there's like um there's two people that are becoming good friends and then you start tossing mm-hmm. i love you into it which i think is a good thing right like i think yeah. platonic friendship love and like verbal expressions of that mm-hmm. there should be more of those but at the same time like i think that we as a culture are so unpracticed at it that like it quickly can slip into like making one person uncomfortable right like how yeah. how do you have like a platonic friendship where you do say i love you to each other without making like the other person uncomfortable or yeah. being kind of overbearing yeah and-
0: so if if it's if it's a if it's two people where at least like maybe they're both attracted to the other's sex or gender or whatever or and may, or maybe one person is attracted to the others, but not the vice versa. Either way, if it seems like there's um, kind of an agenda or kind of a, a hope from the one person who's like starting to saying "I love you" more or whatever. Yeah, if there's like it seems like there's a hope that like you're gonna that it's not just going to be platonic either now or one day that you're going to like fall for that. Like that's when it becomes like, this isn't a healthy kind of like friends are loving each other and expressing that this is like kind of almost manipulative.
1: And like, you know, it could be very, uh, benignly manipulative, right. Where it's like, there's not like a lot of intent or intense agenda, but there, there's like the facsimile of that hope there's right there's
0: a hope and that hope can be so off putting if you just really want to be friends with someone or even if like and especially if you're like less invested even in the friendship than they are yeah. and so then they're just putting more into it it can just be such a turn off because then yeah. Anytime it seems like someone is more into you than you are into them in, in whatever way, it's just, it just makes you want to push away from them. And so then if they're trying to be like, I love you, you know, it just, it's just going to make yeah. it worse. And
1: then the overstating of, I love you. Right. Where it's yeah. just like, if you like are like friends, cause I have friends that I say, I love yeah. you too. Right. But like, and thankfully I've never been in this situation, but I can definitely see it happening. And as in an example, we were talking about just before kind of maybe happened right where it was like, you know if you you say i love you but you can't end every text conversation every phone call every single thing all right man talk to you later love you like
0: yeah i love you yeah all this yeah
1: like my best friend elliot i love elliot to death elliot loves me we tell each other we love each other a lot yeah but like not every conversation ends like that and also you got to vary the way you tell people i love you you can't just be like hey i love you but like for us he's like all right love you ho talk to you later right it's like that i'm like oh that's a really endearing way to like right toss that in right
0: yeah well and and it's like you say just people overusing it in general is just weird i mean you know when you really do love someone that's a real thing and um for people who are just kind of lonely and hoping to make a friendship and they are tossing it out too quickly i mean yeah that's no good
1: that's the hardest thing for me that's like uh, I've had to learn in making friends and dating is like the stereotypical it's like you got to want it but not too much. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. you you got to you got to you got to show desire but be withdrawn and cool. Yeah. It's like the yes this but that and it's yeah. a constant balancing of that, right?
0: Yeah. It's all real.
1: Yeah, and it's difficult to figure out. It's like a hard thing to navigate, right? Like mm-hmm. like, you know, cuz some people want different amounts of each. Some people right. want more give and less like withdrawn. Some yeah. people want more withdrawn and like less give and
0: Yeah, and, and almost everybody will tell you they don't like games or playing games or whatever but, that's but, fucking it's like bullshit. It, but it is a little bit of a game yeah trying to figure out the the push and pull with with any person like yeah yeah how much tension that they want how much comfort versus like um that kind flirting's
1: of flirting's
0: a game it's yeah flirting's a game at every
1: step of a relationship and like not it's it's not calling it a game isn't making it frivolous right oh. like games can be serious games can be productive right. games can be fun it doesn't not to take away from like the act of like no, it flirting just has or whatever
0: game dynamics.
1: Yeah, to it. there's rules, spoken and unspoken. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm reading this book. I've been reading this series for a while. I'm now on the. I finished the first trilogy. The series is called Kushiel's Legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the really kinky, high fantasy BDSM kind of book themed book that I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Been reading. Um, highly recommend it, but the. The fourth book, the beginning of the third or the second like trilogy mm-hmm. uh, is called Kushiel Scion, and it follows this boy as he like grows up and like is dealing with his own sexuality and like learning to deal with these desires after having been, like, abused in these torture camps as a young child Jeez. in the okay. previous book. Yeah, it's really dark. <laughs> okay. But but it's really good because it gives a good lens through which that you can show, like, somebody coming to terms with, like, this immense amount of desire that you feel as you hit puberty, right? Yeah. But the way that dating is just described in this book is called The Great Game. It's hmm. like, you know, in the narration, it's like, you know, people – pretend to play the great game as young people but like at age 16 is when courtship officially begins in this world Mm -hmm. and the great game begins in earnest Mm -hmm. Um, but I really like that and it's just kind of funny to me that we were talking about it as a game and I've been listening to this book it's the same thing I gotta use the bathroom real quick sorry it just hit me On Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, (laughs) y'all. For me, it's uh, a... yeah. I don't remember what we were talking about before or something about platonic friendships or whatever, <laughs> but like, honestly, like halfway through that, like conversation, like i just got hit with like, a, I got to take a shit. Like yeah, it's just I like, do. and it's, I mean, it's my fault. Cause like, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to eat healthier. So like lots yeah. of veggies and shit, but then also like every morning, you know, I take an emergency and a zinc tablet and an mm-hmm. airborne. Okay just to like just
0: like using the vitamins are also flushing all the shit out.
1: Well yeah, but that's it's it, but it's a flip of the coin. Some days nothing happens. Hmm. Some days it's fine, but randomly, on random occasions, it's my body's like you need to take a giant shit right now. Oh. <laughs> we got to get all of these vitamins no. out of you.
0: No, I mean, I'm taking 2 to 3 Huge poops pretty much every day. I no.
1: Mean, sometimes more. <laughs> That's not good, man. You gotta fucking... I that, know, that but can't I... be healthy. Oh, I
0: eat so many vegetables, and I run, and, and all kinds of other stuff. So, the like... Two to
1: three huge poops? Your body's not keeping I mean, any... maybe
0: the third one isn't as big, but the t- first two are, like,
1: sizable, and then... <laughs> Number three tends to lack so a little... Nice. <laughs> it's the runt of the litter. Yeah, this is a little more <laughs> that
0: needs to come out sometimes at night or something, but... Uh, yeah, the runt of the litter... <laughs> But you know, I mean, yeah, between smoothies and vegetables and every, you know, yeah, it's a lot.
1: <coughs> <coughs> oh man! Oh,
0: yesterday I had frozen margaritas.
1: That'll do it. That sugar will fucking come back on ya.
0: Yeah. you. Yeah. Let's start.
1: <coughs> yeah, I'll just start with this because this seems like something you might know more about than me. Oh. Um, but I don't know. Uh. Because you're just more into more, like, alternative the health shit than I am oh, to a degree, yeah. right? Sure. But I've seen this trend online, which, which I, like, this time I actually did look into it. So, like, I know that, like, medically speaking, it's fucking bullshit. But, okay. like, it's one of those, like, hippie things that, like, I just can't wrap my head around. But it's urine treatment. And the idea is that you drink your own urine and or uh like do like the one I saw was like this woman like doing like urine eye drops oh. to like supposedly I don't know what she was fucking trying to work on or trying to help but this mm-hmm. is a, this is like a there's a large community of this that people genuinely believe like by drinking your own urine it's good for you that it like helps like boost your immune system and gets your bo- gets minerals back into your body that your body was trying to expel.
0: No, yeah, yeah, your body was trying to expel them. <laughs> yeah. This is what your body flushed from. You're like, "No, no, body. It's this all, is for me." <laughs> you no, know, we want to keep all that in. Every time you keep trying to run away, I'm going to keep putting you back <laughs> yeah. in. No. No, I don't know anything about. I mean, you know, everyone knows that thing about like how if you're in the desert and there's no water, I mean, and I know you, can you drink can, your own pee to I get a little it's bit sterile more hydrated. to drink.
1: Yeah, and you can get right. I knew that. But, like, I didn't know know that people thought there were, like, medical benefits to it. But then uh, I I came in contact with it again. Mm -hmm. Um, I was watching Nathan for You. Mm -hmm. uh, And the dude that he was helping that owned this convenience store was talking about how, like, it's perfectly fine to like drink the piss of like a young person, but they have to really be under five. Otherwise, the pee above that's no good.
0: A pedophile.
1: <laughs> a pedophile. <laughs> it's like you know you have so to get
0: the pure urine of a of a of a young child. Yeah,
1: but then I the, but young the combination of these two things child. makes me think like not only is there like. I'm sure there's probably, like, this is probably, like, a, a wives' tale or whatever tale, you know, across the globe, right? Mm-hmm. In different places, people probably think this in different ways. But that really kind of makes me happy that there's this community of piss drinkers yeah. that, like, is internally divided. <laughs> Just, like, yeah. some piss drinkers are like, no, no, you got to drink your own piss it's, so it doesn't get out of your body. And other people's like, no, no it, has, it has, to to has to be a five-year-old, five-year-old or piss. Younger.
0: <laughs> um, is that... I mean, against any of our laws or anything like buying a buying pee from a child and drinking it. I think
1: if you bought it directly from the child, it would be illegal. But I think if you bought the child's piss from the parent, it should be perfectly legal. I don't see why you couldn't unless there's some law against selling like uh, biological fluids. That's what I'm
0: wondering. Also, is there. Yeah. Would it be possible for someone to have FDA regulated pee that they sold on the shelves of our (laughs) stores if they so chose? You know, or you know, online or whatever, can you get? Can you test the urine to make sure that it's if not so? Got get ready for a gender stuff?
1: fluids, pee stream.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hey, well, yeah, one of our tiers of our Patreon. We can sell pee on Patreon, right? No,
1: I don't think Patreon. so. Patreon,
0: let's open up Patreon. a separate, <laughs> a separate website where you can sell bodily fluids. I just
1: like the idea of like some sort of like Gwyneth y goop kind of yeah. like thing getting a hold of this and inventing a legit pee stream that's like a soda stream but for pee. It's like yeah. if you need a bubbly pee, like you need yes, soda. Carbonated, carbonated pee, pee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my god yeah but that's um crazy i don't know if nathan for you like they just found it maybe that wasn't real or whatever but like something that someone would just publicly be like no it's no i very drink a real. child's pee. is it that you get your own kid And have we actually (coughs) studied, I know you said we've looked into it and the science is like, no, but has anyone actually studied particularly children's pee, whether children's pee is healthier for you than...
1: Maybe this Adult guy is has probably some gross of and kind up. of like passed down cultural knowledge that like, yo, you can't drink your, it's gotta be the children's pee. Adult
0: pee does seem like it'd be worse. Kind of like eating uh, meat, right? Like a human, ha- humans have been eating such weird garbage. Like nowadays, yeah. you know, we're not really like free range, like animals that are no. eating like grass. You I mean, know I we're- think
1: drinking your own piss is about as sterile as eating like a, you know, a quarter pounder from McDonald's, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't think either one is necessarily more or less healthy. But point than the being other. an
0: adult, you know, eating an adult human, um, in general, it's just going to have more garbage in it, you yeah. know, like in our muscles and our fat and everything. It's like filled with garbage. Oh, Whereas from just like a cannibalistic
1: kid, point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But if a
0: kid, so, but the same thing. So the, the meat is healthier to eat a child's meat. Usually they've mm. been eating, especially if maybe they've just been fed on breast milk now, uh, if they're really young or, you know, and now they're eating like fruits and stuff. Like a kid, the yeah, kid is eating a really natural diet.
1: Just better meat. Yeah, just better so meat, better and piss. also better pee.
0: That's what I'm saying. Their pee is probably cleaner too. Dude, I mean, that's a, what a the guy. A child that is only drunk its mother's breast milk, and especially the he- healthier her diet is, whatever. Yeah, that pee's got to be pretty clean.
1: I mean, that's what the guy said. Like he specifically said, you need to get like it has to be a kid like under five. And I th- I, th- I could it's be not wrong. Being this, read,
0: b- raised on like Coke and chicken yeah, nuggets. Yeah. I think
1: this. Yeah, I think Nathan was like, so not like a six or seven-year-old He was like, oh, I mean, maybe, but really you need like Ideally, a five and under. yeah, the
0: younger, the better.
1: I love that. I mean, you know, here's the thing. I don't think anyone's, they've definitely studied adult urine. Nobody's studied Nobody child Nobody has urine. asked
0: for the grant. <laughs> the grant proposal to be like, well, we really want to see if like you know three-year-olds pee <laughs> something yeah. we haven't just... is there P. is there a
1: correlation to the younger the better yeah. or is it just all ubiquitous up to a certain point
0: well i maybe we can find some some really clean eating hippies you know like who have been who are living in the forest and they're just eating berries maybe vegetarian maybe bed, berries and and like hunted meat whatever you know what i mean yeah. like really clean eating um no preservatives no processed crap kind of people and drink there. let's at least start with that Let's start with their pee before
1: moving on to children's. I mean, here's the thing this is going to create, though, then is like, you know, a stratification of the types of piss you're able to buy. Like, you're going to have to pay some money to get that high high end end child
0: pee. Yeah, you whereas know, a lot of us like are just the be drinking Walmart Yeah. Just off brand pea from uh,
1: adults and Oh, you know, I gotta have that great value. The great value pea just Bangladesh has like a different like, so, yeah. different hit to it, you know? Yeah, like,
0: like Singapore peas like is someone not who as good as like
1: <laughs> smoking marlboro's over American spirits. It's like I like the chemicals. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something about that dirty pee. from the yeah.
1: It just feels good.
0: Oh, man. For yeah. me, what I can't
1: imagine... I mean, I, it, it's just wild to me to get inside somebody's headspace like that where, like, I, I, one, I believe that some of these people have a piss fetish. There's no way they don't. Yeah. But two, like, not all of them do, That which means some people genuinely are, like, just like, all right, you know, I, I get no enjoyment out of this other than it's going it to be good like for me, so, what so I'm going to drink it.
0: Maybe it's the most efficient liquid at, at like, um, filling our electrolytes back up you know and it's like so that if you're doing endurance sport or or hunting or whatever you know if one some kind of endurance activity like we evolved to actually have you know, this source of electrolyte. Fil- I mean, you never know because like with other animals, some some birds like, you know, regurgitate their stomach contents onto themselves to cool their bodies or they piss and shit all over their legs in order yeah. to cool their bodies and stuff. Like it's not unheard of that we would like utilize pee. bodily fluids of ourselves or other, uh, others of our species around us in order to like yeah. ha- adapt. Vultures have pee adaptive- on their
1: legs to kill bacteria.
0: Yeah. Oh, vultures poop on their legs. I mean, just to get cool. And those fucking disgusting... Yeah. um, The girl says she wants to come back specifically as a vulture. Not because of the poop thing, but she won't mind it, she says, as a bird. But, (laughs) you know, you don't have to... Vultures are just like, they're soaring. First of all, they were soaring. You know, like hummingbirds are sweet and cute, but so much work to constantly have to flap your wings like that, like Mm -hmm. over and over again. And so, but like you can soar as a vulture and then because... um, you know, they're really, like, not even killing stuff most of the time. They're no, just, they're, they're scavengers. They're scaven- yeah, exactly. So, they're just... If they didn't clean it up, no one would. So, they're helping the community. They get to eat meat, but they're good people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, damn, you're right. Going Underrated bird, a- the vulture. Sh- yeah, that's, like, the best life. And then you shit all over your legs. You're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> they're <laughs> kinky. Nice. Just chill. Got- they're, just they're chill. They're open about and it.
1: honest about their fetishes.
0: Yeah. Their poop's probably pretty clean, because it's, like, they're just eating meat and stuff, you know? So, it's just...
1: Anyway, Anywho, I just, I mean, and who knows if this picture I saw was real or not, but it was like a woman <laughs> that was like, okay, so I've been doing the urine eye drops for, you know, X number Iron of time eye now. Drops. No, urine. Yeah, I know, but what? But like, and then she's like, my eyes have been pretty red and are kind of like, are getting a little pussy, but like, I, should I keep going? Like, I'm like. No. Motherfucker, like, if your eyes are, are pussy, you? stop. It's always she's darkest like, before dawn. She's <laughs> like, when I, pr- yeah, she's like, <laughs> when I press on, I'm like, pus comes out.
0: I'm like <laughs> That has to be someone who's fucking with everyone. That can't be real. She's not serious. I not Where know. did you it, see this? It
1: was a screenshot taken from a group called Urine Therapy on Facebook.
0: Okay, I'm going to join that. Hey, <laughs> my sister just got off Facebook officially and deleted it and everything. And I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> <There's, laughs> you will never know about urine therapy. Are they on Instagram too?
1: gold on there. I don't know. Let me go. I'll go look at the picture for you real quick. Just urine so therapy. it's probably a closed group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, posted to Urine Therapy. I mean, here. you can. So she says, I've been doing urine urine drops in my eyes and holding a glass of urine over my eyes for short durations throughout the day. My eyes are getting red and discharging large amounts of pus. I was wondering if anyone oh. else went through this. Okay. And then someone commented, that's called detox. Keep doing it with fresh oh, urine and gosh. the redness will di- and the discharge will, I'm assuming it says go what if, away. What if her... It looks like what a fucking. Her legit... urine
0: isn't uh, clean, clean enough. enough? That's what she's and saying.
1: You have to do fresh urine. Yeah, you said
0: fresh, but it's like, yeah, maybe this woman doesn't really know what
1: these people what have fresh... shitty diets, and so it's not working. I mean, but she's you know holding a glass of urine over my eye, so I'm assuming she's oh, filling a glass of piss, you know, <sighs> putting it on her face, looking down, creating a suction, flipping it up so that it's not spilling, and then opening her fucking eyeball with a glass of urine over and looking up into it so urine yeah. coats her eye. i have
0: so much trouble just doing regular eye drops. <laughs> <I> cannot, um, <laughs> you know what? The, the eye doctor, they dilate your eyes. Like, I cannot keep my eyes out. Oh, even oh, Even yeah. with the little red house, I'm just like, it, because it's the same, like, position, I just have, like, that kind of associative um, Pavlovian, like, I can't keep, keep my eyes eye open, open barely. But they start watering immediately and I'm like, uh. So the idea of, like, the first time you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and drop some piss in my eye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what i'm saying i want the confidence of these people the or, confidence
0: of the bitch who's like, or like i the, saw this shit on the internet yeah let me pee into let me get my fucking dehydrated ass fucking disgusting pee into a little dropper you know the kind of people who are in who are going to yeah. try urine therapy not all of them are going to have the cleanest the, piss they're not
1: going to put the effort into it either
0: yeah you need to flush yourself out drink a fuckload of water but maybe they're like the more fucking shit that's in there the better what's the point point yeah. in clear pee no, you, may you may as well want, just put water in your eyes it needs
1: to be fresh but it doesn't have just to be clean. full fresh but full you yeah want so it, we like, want like dark stanky, stanky like
0: like don't drink much water the day before let all everything that you eat and everything it secretes just if it get like, hurt
1: just a little bit as you push it out infusion that's ideal like a
0: Reduction of your yeah. a, a pee reduction, a you get that yeah, to a <laughs> gloss, and <laughs> smear that goo on your eyes. That's the best way. There's some 14 year old who's making this up and he's all <laughs> these people. I mean, like, yeah, pee, yeah, put more P in your eye. No, no, yep, Someone's this, is, like, this, is, this is the sign that it's really working. That looks real. <laughs> yeah exactly this is like, they're like this is science working you're in the final stages of detox I mean it sounds like Scientology or something don't worry don't worry you're working your way <laughs> through the steps you're almost to enlightenment, baby yeah.
1: <laughs> what that's the fuck that's the detox
0: if you're into urine therapy please do write us in and let us know um, if you or anyone you've ever known or loved I'm not, <laughs> and, and I'm not
1: talking any kind into of urine therapy no I'm not talking someone's piss on your face oh, I no. want this to be for if you're medical... ingesting it
0: through someone of your
1: holes and you think it's gonna help you you think it's gonna heal you yeah
0: Mentally, physically, you know, sexually, psychologically, whatever. Like, you, I can throw a
1: rock and find someone who wants their face pissed on. Yeah. No, that's no we're not, not asking a-
0: for that. That's a time it doesn't. We're talking about <laughs> <these>. uh, <laughs> but I mean, is this real? I just don't. I, I, I just, mean, but if you go to your, I did go to urine therapy on Facebook and you see like, I don't know, there's videos, natural benefits of urine therapy with some. Yeah. It's a real people, thing. People believe it. There's a couple in. of like Indian women who are, you know, who are like, okay, Vinoda Shetty and whatever are like. Uh, Okay, Venona Shetty and baby Amrutha both achieved benefits which they could not get from allopathic or any other alternative medicine. From the above two testimonial and video recordings, cancer and cerebral palsy patients, it has become a proven fact that urine therapy, Shivambu, has a natural healing power which cannot be obtained from allopathic, Ayurvedic, homeopathic, or any other alternative medicine.
1: This Damn. sounds like a piss fetishist who has invented a thing years ago. I'm sure this dates back yeah. a long time. But I'm sure some old dude who was into piss was just like, nah, like, trust me. This is really good for you. And because yeah. old men have p- seats of power, they convinced enough, you know, they were they were the town doctor. Yeah. And they convinced people that this was real and it spread throughout the world. I think once
0: everyone believed the jellyfish thing, it was like, you know what? I think That's when it clicked going. into the
1: broader cultural yeah. conscience is like... If, if we you can, can go cure take this further. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now that we've already got people, yeah.
1: Little did we know the cure to getting shit in your eye was piss in your eye. Well, no,
0: that's <laughs> true because, um, I mean, that's, you know, like I say, our, how peeing is nature's bidet. I mean, that's cleaning off. You know, it's cleaning out bacteria after sex. It's cleaning poop out of off your body. You let some of that pee kind of drip over there. Yeah, but so I'm that saying,
1: like, if someone has pink eye, you can't piss on their face and get. It's rid probably of it. better
0: for it than not washing it at all. Yeah. Like, if you can, you know how like you need to flush your eye out. You know, in, the, in science class, sure, we all have those um, sprays of water, but if you don't okay, have a yes. hose around, probably.
1: Next, a forceful next, piss stream next to literally nothing. Next to literally pisses. nothing.
0: Okay, <laughs> exactly. Well, that's my point, though. It's like every <laughs> sometimes you don't have anything else, but there's like someone around <gasps> who's like, "I <laughs> do have to pee." I love the idea of a woman squatting over <laughs> someone's face in chemistry f- class. <laughs> yeah,
1: like oh none no, of the, the eye flusher's not working. Who's got to pee? Yeah, <laughs> that's a porno I'd watch. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Johnson, help! <laughs> yeah, she's got to. Everybody, uh, get back!
0: Yeah, dude. A little
1: fart escapes. She's really she's trying. In your face. Yeah. Well, she didn't mean to, but no, she's got to make sure the stream's get, forceful. Exactly. So she's you, bearing you down You have to do your full,
0: full force of your stream. So, yeah, get those farts going, <laughs> clear it out of there, and then let it rip to, to clear bacteria out of the eye. Because if we say that pee is <laughs> sterile, then we must mean it. And so, yeah, you gotta.
1: The kid gets embarrassed because all of a sudden he's hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danny's a fucking <laughs> freak. You got a boner well, while teacher was pissing
0: on him. I mean, I think all everyone like that would little be fart boy. I think all the boys would be hard.
1: and All the girls would be confused.
0: I mean, I feel like if if any teacher of any gender pisses a, on any student of any of gender, I think all the girls wouldn't
1: be confused. I think they would be happy they couldn't get hard. Yeah, exactly. Well, except for the one girl who didn't know she was a girl and was getting hard. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just feel like. I don't I don't know that I would actually be turned on by my teacher peeing on another student oh, but I'm
1: dude yeah I, I would for sure like I I and I know several of my friends who would be like yeah that would have been I mean it would have been wild but like yeah. later on once I was home and like jerking off or masturbating I for sure would have gone back to that and be like oh yeah I could see your pussy right you know like it or oh yeah she did pee on like there yeah. there would that would have been an early exposure to like Forced piss play, like you know, this kid doesn't want to do it in front of everybody, but then the teacher has to do it because yeah. of a medical reason. It's like a nice, like ethical introduction into it in this porn yeah. ad, right And then, like you know, he gets hard, so there's the embarrassment aspect, and then you get to put yourself in the position of, you know, I would have gone there instantly. It's so just like, a, a kid. lot of pee. I don't know. Yeah, well, I just you're probably like, just not as into piss as well, I, I am. That's what I'm
0: saying, yeah, I just don't. I get turned off by the.
1: I'm fine stuff. That's the thing Is like I'm saying all this As someone who is Generally into piss Yeah And like you know in But not like nasty piss I really draw a You don't a want it to
0: be the No
1: And it's not like it, it, I'm not into it as a degrading thing yeah. Right Like it's mm-hmm. more about like I just like bodily functions in general mm-hmm. Right I can get into bodily functions And so like This is not coming from a piss shamey place Yeah <laughs> Uh, I don't know, but
0: if you think your cancer is going to get cured because of pee, maybe
1: you deserve to die of your cancer.
0: Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, obviously maybe that's
1: something we should weed out in people. It's like is, if we're talking if you, about traits that or, need not be passed on, yeah. maybe belief that piss, or or, not, or just like the gene that allows you—not the gene, but if, like the
0: what if pee disposition. does cure your
1: cancer? I and mean, if it does cure your <laughs> cancer, you know that's it. are that would be so cool. One, but two, it would be the hardest. Cancer conversation to have with other people. Dude, what if then, we like, cure you wanna... cancer?
0: Well, we need to study this. <laughs> <laughs> it has to so be gotta, children's pee. I think what, the children's yeah. pee is
1: key. But the, yeah. then you gotta be like, look, guys, like I'm just telling you, drinking kids' piss will cure your and cancer. It flushes
0: out all the fucking cancer, man.
1: It just it attacks that cancer. <laughs>
0: Dude, um well, if we haven't tested it then it that's it's our moral imperative that we do test that. I mean, we could be saving lives and if we're, you know, we're just being prudish about children's pee, what do we think's going to happen that we're going to start having yeah. the, the farm p- kids pee? No, we can just, have, you know, <laughs> sell it. <laughs> Every you know that's a way I, I for these thought. parents to make more money. It helps you pay for the cost of having children. Is that you get to sell their pee for a while? Yeah, keep them hydrated. Everyone, it would revolutionize
1: like the piss capturing industry. Like, yeah. you would want something that you could then like filter it back out of. Yeah,
0: hopefully we don't start just farming. You know, poor kids but into that's warehouses. That's exactly then... where my head
1: went, and I got <sighs> please, unfortunately let's just turned not, on. No, let's please, because like, I'm all into like I'm really into like the hue Cow stuff, like being a human cow or like a, or Bitch, just I'm the like, idea like being like bitch, a, a was <laughs> that a song
0: yeah from doja cat
1: oh fuck do I you not a... know
0: about bitch i'm a cow
1: no i mean i like doja cat but I'm i am unfamiliar cat.
0: that's what made her famous i like, think because this thing went viral because it's the most like simple silly ridiculous but catchy little song that's just like she's I mean, just yeah. dressed in a little cow outfit and she's like i go moo and her boobs and ass that's are so cow, fu- and she, yeah that's so yeah, she's fucking like, I'm hot. A cow. that yes. is you
1: cow stuff where it's like You are a human cow. You're like your breasts or your udders. You're meant to be milk. You're going to be milkshakes.
0: Bringing the boys. You're going to be bread.
1: Like you're the Uh ideas, but like they have in like the hentai on it. Like you know these like farms and warehouses, right? Where where uh, cows are just being bred by bulls and like which are just you know huge bulls or whatever with like giant (laughs) cocks, right? Uh Uh, And your like tits are being sucked on in milk. But then when you were like little kid warehouses, I was like, oh no. Like I can now, <laughs> <laughs> I can now ma- ma- little, little marry Hugh this cow? where it's like, littles? yeah, I never thought about being like a baby Hugh Cow or like bringing oh, like I age mean, play into yeah. this or just being a baby human who's having like my like baby piss like milked mm-hmm. and like, you know, we're all just kept together, beans. you know, just a little. It's
0: not even a sex thing.
1: <laughs> that's, so, that's so, yeah, that's so. It's hard to believe that
0: the people Hot. running it wouldn't just sell it to pedophiles as well it's like well you, oh, gotta, you yeah. gotta diversify your portfolio you know whatever you know and you i mean
1: that's just even hotter part because, the then, <laughs> because then i'm like you know trapped in like a stockade with like my head coming out one side and on all fours with like a pump attached to my yeah. dig like waiting to suck it out but then rich pedophiles just are coming behind me ass, and like yeah. fucking me and i can't move right no, That's I mean, it's so a hot, hot sexy. fantasy,
0: but I'm just saying in reality, once we realize that child's pee oh, cures cancer, please places. just let us, everyone just sell it from home. We'll all make some money. Let's not yeah. create children pee slaves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's going to be one of the names of this It's kid piss slaves. slaves. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, fuck. <laughs> could,
0: could cure AIDS. You never know.
1: Yeah. Have we seen if any of these urine people have AIDS? What if yeah, it's cured AIDS? Same. What if None of these people are doing it to cure AIDS and we just don't we just know that, is, that
0: it does cure AIDS. Yeah.
1: You know, sometimes people are always like, you know, in. correlation isn't always like I have causation, made but may time, maybe sometimes we're just not, we should be looking for correlation does equal causation.
0: Dude. Okay listen to this may 4th i have made an appeal to conduct clinical trial in urine therapy to someone some people in india urine therapy is beneficial for COVID 19 cancer hiv and all kinds of diseases it is known as shivabu nectar of life is one of the best natural remedy for internal and external disease beneficial for breast bones long stomach ovarian che i mean she just goes on and on so i mean she's claiming it does and it's they're like, trying you know, to you
1: know all the shit we can't figure out how to heal it's and pee cure? dude it's pee That's that would be just ingredient. like god's
0: mind though dude that would be just like God's mind. i would mind. love to watch it all, all the like, normies
1: start drinking piss all of a sudden
0: yes we're all gonna be pee drinkers
1: soon piss play would skyrocket
0: or maybe it wouldn't even I don't I don't know what would happen to our sexual imaginations around all this if it became fucking real that we're all drinking pee.
1: I would hope it would normalize it. You know, where it's like, <laughs> oh, maybe there is something sexy about it. like if it is like they say like this life giving nectar, like
0: turns out it quote unquote cures Asperger's and we all become totally different people. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was a disease
1: <laughs> a i mean disorder or whatever that would be wild oh my people, god yeah, i love that like, they're testing it though good OCD let's get all some... clears
0: up yeah no one's bipolar anymore and everything we're just like this like master race all of us together of like healthy humans because we finally grew up and started drinking children's pee <laughs> 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 let's just make this as a movie if this isn't, you know, we're is the real. fight
1: to get children's piss normalized, yeah. And, and then it, it turns how out, it cures the world, we have to like of all its ills,
0: we have to like go and explain to all the world's leaders and stuff. Look at our studies, okay? <laughs> yes, you could put us in prison for conducting them without permission, <laughs> as we had to do we were because to you this. wouldn't listen. The real Jekyll and Hyde situation, you know, we tried it on ourselves first, you know, anyway, but yeah,
1: it's like, like, um, all I'm saying. I used to be depressed and want to kill myself. And then mm-hmm. I started drinking kids piss and that uh-huh. went away as did <laughs> no one's gay or true. Trans- <laughs> no. Yeah. It, it just like everybody just like so straight, but then there would be piss revolutionaries that like, our differences
0: made us good. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, let's stop drinking pee. It's worth the disease. Down with. The I don't piss. like being straight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Some Fetishists are torn in the middle. It's like, like we but just but drink I love a little. It,
0: I, yeah. If you drink like a nine year old's pee, that's the sweet spot. You keep a little bit of your personality <laughs> in the yeah. disease, but you probably live.
1: <laughs> that's the sequel, Piss Drinkers 2, where we discovered <laughs> we figure that. figure out
0: that different age, different people want to <laughs> go with.
1: It has and different- then it's kind
0: of daring to be like, I'm only going to drink like a 29 year old's pee-, pee. You know, like the, the more daring people are like, I want to let more humanity in. I want to let more. D- disease and difference and disorder into my life, and like really a yeah. little far out there life. really chaotic, basic. Good. Yeah, and really basic people are like, no, 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 I need the youngest pee ever. I don't want, you know, I don't want any, you know.
1: Yeah, Kinda I love tired. that that is a really fun universe. (laughs) (laughs) And like, here's the thing is like, I think it, I think in this world, it would need to be like prolonged, like it continuous, like dosing and exposure. (laughs) Like you can't just like drink one glass a week. It's like, you have to have once a day, have a
0: daily thing. Apple a
1: day keeps a doctor away. Glass of piss a day. The world is all homogenous and Mm -hmm. perfect or something. (laughs) Damn. interesting uh, they're piss fiends that's really the garden of Eden you know, choice the, is yeah. not drinking
0: pee the apple is not drinking pee now that we're all we you know they were they were just of course of course you drink children's pee whatever and then we all you know we're like oh well, let's see what happens if we stop drinking children's it pee. doesn't
1: but i don't think it would fix class issues right so like some people would mm-hmm. be able to afford a daily piss but oh, some yeah. people would just have to like you know flip their legs over and piss in their own mouths yeah, that's totally. the only way they can get their daily supply pee. of piss totally
0: you see homeless people drinking their own pee on the streets and shit. But they're a lot homeless healthier. People,
1: people just in their own homes just like, fuck. Is well, it, now that's what I'm saying. Is it groceries we, or we pee this home. week? Yeah, dude. I guess I'll just piss in my own mouth and try and, you know, get by for a while. Eat real healthy and shit. It's part of all of our video games now, too. Is
0: making sure to drink your pee. Whose pee can you drink? People killing, you know.
1: Yeah, it opens up a whole new genre and problems. It's just like, you know the war video games. Whoa, I just got super lightheaded bending over. That's <laughs> freaky. Wow. Haven't
0: had your pee this morning. Ooh. hmm Whoa.
1: I almost passed out there, like, instantly, just from, like, bending over and then sitting back because we're getting
0: too close to the truth and God is trying <laughs> to stop us. <laughs> <laughs> this is my inside joke. You're not supposed to find out about it for another 200 years. Don't fuck this Damn, up gender for me. fluid Slytherin stomach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like that part of the good place where... <laughs> Uh they're like, well one guy did figure it out. Yeah. Like this dude on mushroom. <laughs> it's for sure us and bringing our own children species Fucking crack that coat. It doesn't feel not true. No, not at all.
0: You know? I mean, are we going to if we can't if these if these Indians don't get anyone their their government to approve it um you know there's like maps you know like not not the minor tract, but the one for like the drug research yeah what's that called yeah. you know multidisciplinary something about psychedelics i don't know um but uh yeah so if these if these people can't have that kind of success and really like get their guards to turn around i mean we're gonna have to find some children's pee to drink and test it on ourselves aren't we
1: look if you're a listener and you have a kid with a really clean diet, with a really clean diet, like I'm, a cute
0: kid, I, w- I don't want to drink, you know no, what I mean? I want yeah. curly hair preferred. preferred. You, like,
1: <laughs> look at your kid and think,
0: you know, would someone want to drink their pee?
1: Yeah. How cute is your kid? You know, yeah, Just like, yeah please, that. everyone who Be has honest. children,
0: look at your children today and go, do I think people would want to drink this kid's pee? Yes or no. And if not, you know, you know, just try to get them to... Because here's the thing. There are some, like, really
1: cute, well-behaved children out there. It's like, oh, you seem like a lovely child. I drink your piss. And then there's some kids that are, like deviled children, you're like, that kid's got poison piss. poison piss. For sure. His body seems to just excrete anger and anxiety. I don't want... Yeah, we want low cortisol levels in yeah. the pee. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gotta be like, you know, when you're raising veal, you want to keep them calm and exactly. shit, right? I don't want a fucking hyped up... I don't want your kid to be on fucking ADHD meds at yeah, the age five. Yeah, I don't want no meds. None of that shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. We want we want the sweet kids pee. Sweet, cute little cherubim, you know, little little curly-haired ones. That would preferably be intelligent. A sweet
1: kids pee. <laughs> For those who prefer a milder taste in life. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh,
0: just the picture of the child. Who's pee it's like just little pissing cherubs on the front. You know, <laughs> each, each, you know how like some eggs will tell you a story of the chicken or something? Each, <laughs> each milk has a picture of the kid whose pee it is. Each milk, a little bio. Each, each bottle. Of- each bottle, yeah. I'm <laughs> just thinking of it as in little milk bottles now pea milk we're going to call it pea milk or something you know and make it bars more. would have
1: to start carrying it yeah
0: it's an important part restaurants we're hey, all just drinking pea milk can i get a, a shot
1: tequila and a pea bag making
0: <laughs> cocktails at a kid's pea so you don't have to like taste the pea as much yeah, oh, yeah we would totally be making it
1: cooked into things pe- now pe-
0: pea margaritas yeah exactly
1: pissaritas
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah our foods infused with it sometimes yeah, i mean american capitalism unleashed on the pea milk market come oh, on oh god <laughs> gummies and all kinds of little edibles yeah smoke kids pee <laughs> smoke and snort kids <laughs> they just, just fucking dry it and mix it with some kind of powder
1: dehydrated oh, oh
0: this man. coke is actually cut with kids it's like hey. healthy for you
1: <laughs> it's like actually good if you do it yo i swear to god it gets you higher <laughs> uh-huh. coca-cola gets in the kid
0: piss game oh yeah their 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 coke their products finally have some sort of
1: benefit to them. God, I would love that level of child exploitation. <laughs> That's just <laughs> hilariously dark and like you know, Coca Cola hiring like you're they're trying you know who's our star kid pisser like oh I only drink the Timmy piss from Coca Cola. Yeah, the commercials right?
0: where you see the little kid being like the kids Do become you drink celebrities. <laughs> yeah, this is the gut diet I eat. <laughs> <laughs> to order my piss, please call. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone's like, I want the cute kids pee, though. It's so expensive.
1: You know, Hooters has their own piss line. Uh-huh. Baby Hooters.
0: Yeah, you just get to change. It's like, this is not a sex thing. We just, you know, if you wanted, if you look like we're you want to drink the kids We're pee, not saying
1: the girls' pissness are going to grow up to be hot. But we're saying if they do, they automatically get a job at any yeah. of our locations. Well, I think that goes without saying. Um. Yeah. But I like that. Then companies exactly. have it like grandfathered in, like the Hooters. Like, if you're a piss kid for us, we'll give you a job doing this. Like, maybe <laughs> if you're a piss kid at Coca Cola, hey, once yeah. you're dried up, you can be a delivery truck driver for us, <laughs> delivering <laughs> other kids' piss. Once you, because you age out at the age of five, yeah. you know. Well, no, but again, remember, there's still gonna be a market for cheaper piss from older kids. Yeah, kind of like wine. There's like the reserve, and then yeah. like the
0: <laughs> some kids just seem like you know they're staying young, you know. So. Oh, God. Anyway, didn't we have other I topics? Gonna, yeah, <laughs>
1: I was like going to call this episode, <laughs> like, hey, y'all want to listen to us riff for 25, 30 minutes about kid piss?
0: <laughs> A world in which kid piss cures cancer. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I'm going to stay. I I think I'm going to become more active on that or more active, oh, active yeah. on there in therapy. Facebook. That's hilarious. <laughs> I am so happy uh, about this. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and join this like (laughs) (laughs) Ah, i love it this world's so great okay so um i i think we should just mention the fact that our president wished uh glenn maxwell well oh yeah (laughs) if you watch that it's um, wild. Just, it's like a little press conference thing. I mean, it's a few days ago now, but it was like someone was like so uh any thoughts on old jizzles maxwell and, <laughs> jizzles maxwell. <laughs> and trump was just like uh yeah i don't know I, I, you know i wish her well and you know i kind of knew jeffrey yeah of course i kind of knew them because you know we hung out in palm beach together you know but so i guess i'm just wishing her well you know anyway
1: yeah <laughs> I, I saw that i also saw the, the post i saw was like the three other people that like trump has like wished well like that are like michael flynn roger stone like the three motherfuckers yeah. that all got convicted and like put away that he then like pardoned.
0: i think th- exactly i think that um yeah people were kind of saying that it was like coded language to her not that thinly veiled but um or that not that well veiled i guess um that he was basically saying hey don't fucking squeal if you don't squeal, I'll protect you. Yeah, I wish fuck, you well. I fucking you know? got you. I fucking got you, so you just don't... He fucking,
1: pot, he fucking uh, commuted Roger Moore. The Roger fucking, Moore? Yeah.
0: The guy from James Bond? No. You mean, Roger Stone.
1: No, 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 no. Who's... The fucking sheriff. The fucking oh, crazy racist sheriff and shit like that. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty... What happened with that? I don't know anything about that. He was just another really piece of shit person that like got in trouble. I think he got in trouble for... Uh, I might be confusing this with... The guy that got in trouble for trying to fuck a 14 year old, but he like just like kind of like exonated away. I don't know. Ignore oh. what I'm saying.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, if he, dude, if he pardons just Lane Maxwell, <laughs>
1: that's fucking more. Because that's
0: the thing, bitch. It's like so Trump. Great. Okay. If you. Are saying to her, don't squeal and I'll protect you. Like then if she doesn't squeal and she, and you'll have to pardon her or fucking send someone to kill her. Yeah. That's, those are the options.
1: That's what's going to happen. They're going to wait until she gets through without squealing. Yeah, she's gonna, or gonna, she's going to
0: say some shit as if gonna she's going like, to try to make it sound as if it was a very closed system thing that like none of these other far-reaching... Impli- just like their documentary was very like, oh, let's steer your thinking on this to like minimize all the other people, all the other powerful people who are implicated. Let's steer your thinking to, oh, Jeffrey and gislaine were so bad, you know. So if her job is going to be to keep the story like it was just us. We were sick perverts, you know. And... And then they're probably, I mean, they're probably still going to fucking kill her. Yeah. Because then, yeah, what is he going to fucking, um, oh, well, let me pardon this pedophile monster person?
1: No, I mean. I think, or just not I, pardon I, I her and be I, like, I was. No, I think he'll like, on. I think he'll talk about like, maybe he's going to like do something to like keep her like placated. Right. Mm-hmm. Until they fucking kill her. Dude, the fucking yeah. judge that's presiding over the trial has had like all sorts of shit happen to her family and people around her, like car accidents, like houses getting broken into, shit like that, like Jesus. things like that, and like, uh, yeah, like, sh- her shit's happening to her. God, they're going at- They're going to go after everybody associated with this. <sighs> like, there's no way this ends well. There's no, there is no well, fucking no. way that anything actually comes come of this. this.
0: Yeah, because she's too much of a sociopath. I mean, it would take someone who, you know, wanted to like do the right thing or I don't know, like it could just be kind of fun for her to be like, fuck it. They're going to kill me. You
1: know what? Yeah. I mean, she knows she's going to die. Right. You've got to know. you got to know you're fucked.
0: Dude, why don't you just like have fun and tell the world some shit? Yeah.
1: That's the thing. At some point, you know, like what, what, what respectability are you holding on to? What kind of like, I'm, I'm not fucking snitching. Are you holding on to? Yeah, if you're like, what are you
0: talking about? The They're going ringle- to fucking kill you, the dude. The ringleader
1: of a pedophile, or you know, the yeah. head, like what would you call it? Talent acquisition. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh,
0: um, so what if it's like, she like writes this whole statement um, that, or, or, you know, somehow get, you know, yeah, they'd probably just shoot her, but writes this whole statement somehow gets out. And it's just like naming everybody and everything that happened. And then the very last line of it was like. But by the way, it does turn out that if you drink children's pee, you will get (laughs) (laughs) cured. So it's just (laughs) silver lining.
1: (laughs) Look, this whole pedophile ring was just—we did
0: find out. It was just extensive
1: studies, clinical trials. We have the data. Yeah,
0: on all kinds of stuff. Lots of
1: doctors (laughs) and scientists are pedophiles too.
0: Yeah, so we thought we would go ahead and study some shit while we were raping all these
1: kids. (laughs) It's called multitasking. Okay.
0: (laughs) You know, take the good with the bad, everyone jesus the art not the artist yeah okay so anyway yeah gillen maxwell's been wished well oh okay so there's two terms that i've been seeing this week suddenly i feel like all, all of a sudden they're becoming much more common terms so if we can do some let us educate you or what the fuck does that means or whatever um And they're both ones I think I know, but I feel like I'm missing slightly something. Um, One of them is comphet as one word. And I know it stands for compulsory heterosexuality or something like that. Yeah, But can you explain it? Because the way people are using it, it seems to have some nuance to it that is like a little...
1: I can explain it and yeah. how I understand it. Okay. I mean, I've never like looked into it, but I'll, I'm vaguely familiar with it. Okay. The way I've always like read compets and like compulsory heterosexuality is like, well, so, well, I guess it's so it's two things. Saying somebody is a compet is like something you might say to like a traditionally, uh, you know, cis heterosexual couple that like really performatively plays into like heterosexual norms, yeah. right? But that given the opportunity and like being around the right people where like different ideas are exposed, they might not compulsorily kind of engage in this like heterosexual, like normative lifestyle. Yeah. Right. But we're all kind
0: of groomed. That's kind of the, the yeah. part of how that, like what I say is that we're all kind of groomed, almost be um, codependent for each, other each, the sexes yeah. on each other and everything. And so we, we have this whole society that's set up to make heterosexuality like that pretty, compulsory um yeah yeah and
1: and the other thing the other side to that is like sometimes the, it's said as if like you know it's the people that if they had an option might not be doing it exactly like that mm-hmm. and then the other way of saying it there's people who like be, they are the type of people that like b- genuinely believe in that like lifestyle and structure and right. that that is the way things should be right? right like that is kind of the norm and like the correct way to live life and anything off of that is like a deviation from it. Right, it from is, God's plan for us all. Yeah, or some shit, shit like that. Right. Not necess- Maybe not necessarily religious, but just like culturally ingrained, right? Right. And so like, and then the other side of it is like compulsory heterosexuality as like a social function, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, more in action and less in, as like a an object or like a noun, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, participating in like compulsory heterosexuality Competing. in some ways. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, yeah, that makes
1: sense it's a it's just it's just like a new way to kind of say like I, he, he, normative heterosexuality Heter- right normative stuff, yeah, the compulsory yeah. aspect of it is just adding in this nuance of like you know, for a while they this way. yeah, talking about normative behaviors was a little bit passive, and it's yeah. like no there's a little bit more social conjoling and like force involved right. in it than like people than the words were kind of giving before.
0: Right. Yeah. It's kind of like my thing, how I think that most women are more queer gay bi lesbian whatever than they i didn't even think that they are yeah i think they're not there we're groomed to not be as open to that and that i mean and same thing for men too really i think um,
1: yeah everyone's way more gay queer than they want to let on
0: right um and so i think that's a big part of it and you see that because because definitely like younger women and, and now in the younger generations a lot a lot a lot of women are um getting buyer and gayer and whatever i've noticed that in
1: men too and the men because like the number of like dudes that i know that casually are just like yeah i'm bi like i suck dick like it's just like
0: it's way increased yeah
1: but see that's the lessening of the compulsory aspect of heterosexuality right as people like realize like oh, it's, it's just a mental game. Like, there's no societal right. pressure. So if I don't think anything's weird about it, then right. there's nothing weird about it.
0: Right. And so the, But the older generations, uh, I mean, especially people who are in their, like, 60s and above, I mean, just really, they're like, uh... And then a little bit younger, people are a little more comfortable. But even at my age, I mean, we were still, like... Yeah, we were all still kind of groomed. And I mean, I was raised more yeah. than two. Um, and so the younger generation, I would say, yeah, people who are, who are even... Just younger than thirty right now, or some, somewhere around. It depends on where you're from and how and what religion you were or weren't raised and all that kind of stuff. But there really are like is a lot of uh, change around that. Um, but for everybody else, there's just so much, and that's part of what like what, when the the distinction between heteronormative and pet When we are saying, as yeah, that it's compulsory in this way, which also means like let's have compassion for all these people because it's really not our fault how groomed we were to um to be these ways to think these ways to feel these ways to have internalized whatever phobias you know we were
1: the way i've seen it used most is talking about like comp pets like being uncomprehending of like different ways of living life it's Mm -hmm. usually expressed as like comp pet people being surprised at like a certain thing Mm -hmm. at least in like the way i've seen it so it's like you know me with my girlfriend and my partner doing blah, 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 and then compets, and it's, like, the surprise Pikachu, like, you know, mm. me or whatever, right? Like, huh? Right? Like... Yeah. Um, Interesting. But I've, I've never... I've not really seen... I mean, I'm sure it's used super pejoratively, but I've always just yeah, seen it used, Yeah, that's where I was like, seeing it
0: the other day. I was seeing it used by people who were really kind of, like, either, if not ridiculing or ma- making fun of, some something in those areas where they were really, like um kind of mocking because i mean i I could see
1: it being used negatively easily and i would like probably agree with it in a lot of ways in that like you know those people that like really fucking buy into the thing yeah and like not only buy into it but like need everybody else to also right you know that's what like somebody that buys into it i guess like everything there's spectrums of compets right like uh, but those people that like need everyone else to like buy into like the heteronormative right. lifestyle and
0: everyone needs to have the same values and tastes as they do essentially. I mean, yeah. it's just such, such a crazy thing, but you know, it's, they're just trying to comfort themselves that that's the right way. Um, Cause there's a part of them that would like to try other things obviously. So then the other one that I've seen, you know, in a few different places suddenly in the last week is M as
1: one word. Yeah. What, like for a second,
0: I thought it was masculine spectrum, but then... The no, it's are, multi-spectrum multi-
1: versus, like, single spectrum, right? Or So, but for it's like, what? For sexuality, yeah, right? Yeah, for sexual attraction. It's just a short way to say, like, it's like a diff- way to differentiate between people who are attracted to a broad number of people and people who are only attracted to one type of person.
0: Okay, so I didn't know, yeah, the distinction between, like, PAN and mspec is that it's not really about gender, it's so about like, types
1: so like MSpec spec isn't sense. an identity per se it's think of it more as like an umbrella term kind of how transgender is a big umbrella term that encompasses lots of different like gender variations like non-binary trans woman or you know mm-hmm. someone who's just non-binary or somebody who's gender not conforming or someone who's gender fluid all that fits under the kind of very broad transgender like label right um yeah i guess but- so. i mean
0: it's weird because i don't know how comfortable i am calling myself trans even though that would include me yeah it's no. interesting uh,
1: okay well yeah yeah but, i'm just
0: curious about it i didn't think of it as much as an umbrella term i guess
1: yeah and so m mm-hmm. is just a big umbrella term so that encompasses queer and bi and pan and whatever else sexual right it's just oh. a way to describe that group of like identities right yeah, sexual—not uh, identities, but that that group of like sexual attractions, right? And versus so it's anything
0: g- but straight and gay, basically.
1: Yeah, so like straight people and gay people, like uh, that are like singularly attracted to a thing, are like a spec, which I think stands for like something like asexual or whatever, right? But it's just like it's it's just differentiating, in my understanding of it, uh, between a uh, broad spectrum of sexual attractions, right? And then like the sexual attractions that are like more i guess you say homo romantically nope. or like hetero romantically inclined but only homo or hetero romantically inclined
0: interesting interesting so now we're going to talk about cis m spec white men and stuff
1: i don't know hmm. i don't think it'll ever be that popular yeah it just seems unnecessary
0: yeah i mean it's, but- it's like
1: a way to like quickly describe things but it doesn't seem to like have, like, a great amount of utility, right? Like, right. most people are just going to keep saying, like, I'm queer, yeah. I'm gay, I'm whatever, right, you know?
0: Yeah, well, I, like I said, I'd never seen it until this week when I've seen it, like, a few different places, so that's why I got curious. Like, this word that's gaining in popularity huh. is a way to differentiate between... You're, you're putting straight and gay into one bin and everything else into the other, essentially. Yeah. Which I think is quite interesting. To want to like have that as a distinct bin situation.
1: Well, I don't know if it's so much of like a wanting to have it as is it as it is like uh, it feels really scientific to me in how there's like you know there's like a genus and then there's like a species, right? It's mm-hmm. like and you can keep dividing, but it's it the I don't know the way like it's grammatically set up and that it's like multi-spectrum, right? Versus like non, it's like it's it's kind of numerical. It's just a way to describe like people who have like a multiplicity of sexual attractions versus people who have singular sexual attractions. It's just another way to describe things. Right.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I guess it's just like when you say multi versus single, like, uh, I was just imagining like maybe someone who's attracted to, um, men, women, penis, vagina, whatever, different identities, but they all still like really like tall, thin, um, people with long hair say versus someone who is only attracted to whichever penis or whatever something um is only attracted to like one thing as you say but is has like a broad range of what their types would be and so like it's just kind of interesting to think
1: of you, yeah, know, you just I mean,
0: making it, the distinction based on w- whether you're attracted I mean, to more types of gender i don't know
1: yeah, but I mean, I don't think it's supposed to be anything that's like, you know, encompassing and definitive, right? It's mm-hmm. just a, another word that gives us another way to like articulate types Something. of experience, right? Yeah. You, If you wanted to invent a word for like the person, the people you just described to like try and like talk about attraction in that way, yeah. then you could do that and that would still be fine. That just gives us, an, again, we now we have, good, now we have another way to talk about the ways in which people can be attracted to people. Yeah, but it's multi-spectral you
0: know? or M spec and then A spec, I thought that was like asexual so that you're not attracted to anybody and then there's unispec or I don't know. One one I don't know. A-spec.
1: I don't know. I can look it up. I mean yeah A spec asexual or and then I don't see unispec.
0: Yeah I don't know I would hope it wouldn't be that but I was just like is there a different <coughs> Even a a word for non. I don't know.
1: Hmm. Anyway, Um, but anywho, I don't know. It's just like to me, it's like another permutation in language of people trying to just fill in the gaps of like where we just don't have words for certain things, right? You know, Mm -hmm. as like we learn more about ourselves and like move through, you know, experience and whatever. Like we're we're gonna constantly be at a lack of appropriate language to use yeah and like the problem comes is when like people come up with different definitions for things or different words that have definitions that like conflict and the people get in arguments instead of seeing that like none of the definitions are wholly accurate or right they all just kind of like fill in a little bit of a piece of a puzzle we're just our language is just constantly circling around what you might call like the truth or the big truth or whatever your yeah. true intent is like whatever your intent you're trying to communicate is you know right and so like inventing language to help fill in gaps can be helpful but it it also just creates problems because then people want to argue about it instead of just being chill about it and using some words when they're appropriate and then just not using it when they're not
0: yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't even have strong thoughts about it. They're just, I, they've both been like words that have come up in weird tense situations and like things that I've been reading people getting into like arguments and stuff. And like, like I said, mocking people, whatever. So I think the, the examples I've seen of people using it have been kind of weirdly negative And they're just kind of making me a little bit like uncomfortable to see people like making up ter- seemingly making up terms just to denigrate other people or
1: whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Part of me thinks that, like, you know, kind of how you said separate the... It's the artwork, not the yeah. artist, right? The word's utility should be separated from the person who created it sometimes, yeah. right? And, okay. like, its ability to be used in other situations, mm. you know, shouldn't be denigrated because it was created to denigrate, right? Yeah. And and maybe, you know... And maybe they like, weren't. Like, 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 I like I said, most, those are just the like, things I was reading. Yeah. Like most things, you know it probably won't be around long. Yeah. You know, so much of our language that we create for the moment that has utility in the moment doesn't have utility, you know, in the future. Right. And words pass into non-existence or disuse. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, like I said, for a second, it sounded like "mspec" was going to mean like masculine spectrum. Like I thought it'd be interesting to have a word that was just, um, for people who are attracted to either masculine or for people who are attracted to, either f- to feminine <laughs> or something, be kind of an interesting thing to be like, mm. yeah, I don't really care what your gender identity, your genitals are in your own, whatever. Like, I just, I like what I think of as
1: masculine or like what I think of as feminine. I think you could just say you're into masks or yeah. mask people yeah. or I'm into fems because I've definitely seen yeah, people like on Grinder and on Tinder just be like, I'm into fems. Whatever your yeah, version yeah. of fem is, like I'm fucking here for it. yeah. Um, I haven't seen that. it with masks uh, as much though. Like I think I have stumbled across words for both of
0: those though. People who are just attracted, you know, like yeah. lithosexual or whatever. I found a <laughs> It's <laughs> a fucking I, battery <laughs> I, on some Instagram that you had been re uh posting. I did find some new words. Have you heard of alexa gender?
1: I I read that and I have no idea what it is.
0: Fluid between more than one gender, but the individual cannot tell what those genders are. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's my new favorite thing. Know, that I'm might like, be you. It sounds
0: like me too. Sure, Alexa gender. It's like uh, it's perfect because it's like are they is that Alex or Alexa? <laughs> kind of you know what I mean. <laughs> the way we're doing Alexa gender. Yeah. At first I thought it was it was really fucking gay, but then I'm like it is kind of perfect. The way like how do you even read what's happening with the the sound yeah. Alexa gender? Um, and then okay, oriented arrow ace This one's also good. An oriented arrow ace is an aromantic, asexual, obviously, aero ace person who experiences a form of attraction that is neither romantic nor sexual, but is significant enough to warrant a place alongside their aero ace orientation it's like <laughs> okay so it's it's not I'm romantic not, or sexual but it's
1: like, I like you and so it's, you can like hang out with me yeah but like, like, like
0: like as a friend is that what you mean
1: look you can be my life well so like I, I oh, this kind of relates I was reading this sto- article uh, that I was going to bring up that uh, is about this town in Massachusetts that l- legally recognized polyamory. Okay.
0: Sweet. Um, and in which it, town?
1: Uh, Somerville.
0: Oh, of course. Well, and so I mean, that's basically Boston. It's just you know.
1: Yeah, and so um, but in it, they were, there were these two women being interviewed, and they were like, yeah, you know, like she calls her her platonic life mate, right? Yeah. The other one, right? And it's like we've thought about like getting like a domestic partnership for years, but like. You know they don't fuck. They're just like you're just my best friend. But it would allow them to like you know have health care together and to buy a house together. Uh, But like that sounds like the the, whatever the ace you just brought up oriented arrow ace oriented arrow ace where it's It's like look
0: romantic. It's It's not not sexual, but
1: like you're cool enough that like I'll be your life partner with you, right? Like we just jive on that level.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a good friend. Yeah. So what there's oriented arrow ace is someone who wants to have a close friend. You're like, I. that's not romantic. This is not sexual. Well, it seems like
1: more than close friends. Like, these two women are like, no, like, you you are you a type a, of life partner yeah. for me, right? Like, But this just says the word attraction, a
0: form of attraction, you know? So who knows? That's but a
1: baby-oriented arrow ace.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is some what? grown
1: woman-oriented arrow You can still be
0: oriented towards someone, <laughs> but not romantically yeah. or, or sexually. Okay. I dig it. I don't know if this is copio or cupio-sexual. Kubiosexual um, is a subset of asexual. It is used to describe asexuals, people who never experience sexual attraction, who still desire a sexual relationship. They experience no sexual desire yet desire a sexual relationship. Cupio-romantic is a subset of aromantic. So I like that because it's like, okay, I kn- I don't have any sexual desire, but I recognize that it creates an oxytocin flow between us and maybe even just because the other person likes it or whatever, but they're like, yeah. I do desire. I'm not saying that I don't want to have sex. I do want to have sex, but not because I experience, quote-unquote, sexual desire. I, w- I want to have sex because on For- own practical reasons or yeah. You
1: know, it, I know this is the thing you want. I know this is a skill I need to have in some ways, you know, I feel societal pressure to do this. So I'm going to do it even though I don't really want to Right? like,
0: I like that as a role playing thing. Um, to role play someone who is like, I don't have any sexual desire, but I do want to do that because I know it's healthy for our relationship or whatever. And so it's like this, it's like a service sub type vibe where you're like, I don't even like se- or whatever, but so you know, vibe. you know that yeah. this isn't for my sexual desire. Like I am doing this just for you. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Think of these things as kinks instead of identities from now on. <laughs> okay, um, lithosexual it was real. A sexual orientation on the asexual spectrum. Someone who is lithosexual may experience sexual attraction, but does not want it reciprocated. It's like a little German flag kind of looking thing. That looks very German.
1: (laughs) That also sounds like a very German... Attraction, based, like just like I would not like. No, no, no. I would like you, but do not do, do not anything want you to me. Want me? Yeah. Um. I want to want you, but I don't want you. To don't,
0: want I don't want you to want me. I mean, that just sounds like a weird kind of like vulnerability, sour grapes type thing to me. But if it's real for someone, fair enough. It's real enough that someone made a fucking flag about it. Um. But that's that's wild. Yeah. I like being attracted to people, but I don't want them
1: to, like to ever me back.
0: reciprocate.
1: So who would you need to find then? So like
0: someone who you could just have a crush on, like celebrities are great for that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Maybe a lot of the country someone's kind of
0: like slave person or something. That's kinda fun.
1: Maybe the country is more sexually fluid than it knows and it actually fluctuates between whatever it is and lithosexuality, which is why we have the cult of personality. Yeah. You know? And we we were like just like drawn to people because on some degree we're all lithosexuals. lithosexuals. We, we like have
0: lithosexual tendencies anyway. Yeah. We like being attracted to people who don't even know who we are or wouldn't like us if they, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't. No. Desire is such a weird thing because, like, it inherently is insatiable. Like, you can never satiate desire as yeah, soon as it fun gets to something. Have a desire. Yeah. yeah, and so like we, you know, as soon as you give it something, it wants something else, right? right? Does and desire ultimately really desires desire? Like, right. you want and like the wanting, exactly. You know.
0: we're addicted. It's it's uh, wanting something and then getting it and then wanting again and getting it. I mean, that's just like that's just the human condition. It's what we're addicted to. I mean, you know, people meditate for fucking 40 years in order to like stand a little bit outside of that and go, oh, that's what we're doing. But the point is just to do it. You know, this is what life is like: want things and get them, want things and get them, want things and get them, or have something that you want and want and want and that you never get, and you just keep. Stoned. It's like it's like never coming your whole life. You know, yeah, like it's having edging. some. Yeah, you're edging. That's you an
1: it? edging identity. It's an, yeah, that's what it sounds if, like. If, if, if
0: used properly, perpetually
1: like, teetering on wanting, the edge.
0: Yeah, wanting something that you can never get, and so yeah, it's a fun part of the. Yeah, we should have so many different relationships to that kind of cycle of wanting and then. And then getting and one of them should be, you know, one, you know, that it will never be fulfilled. That's pretty cool. All right. Pomo relating to a person who does not wish their sexuality to be put into a conventional category. <laughs> okay.
1: So you create a category right. because you don't mm-hmm. want to be put in a category. In a category. Yeah
0: you guys that's fun i mean why not let's eat our own tail
1: what i mean for real let's eat our own tail this
0: flag is just kind of like this generic i mean of course these are all just you know stripes we all know what these queer flags look like but it's like pink a lighter green white purple white the lighter green and the pink again kind of vaguely that's hilarious
1: and, look i don't want you to put me in a box but like let me go ahead and what are you doing right there well i'm a building a box people who don't want to
0: be put in boxes
1: yeah you can't be in my box yeah if you don't want to be put in a box
0: yeah i mean it'd be fun to have like a whole group of people who all identify as homosexuals together
1: instead because what you should have just done it's just like it sounds like hey what's your sexual was like i don't like putting words on we words. always
0: used to say i'm not into labels whatever you know yeah. I, don't, I don't know you know, words are, I don't, I don't feel the need to just, to just describe my situation to words, but yeah, Pomo, what does the Pomo part come from? What does that stand Pomonently for?
1: Pomonently s- <laughs> pretentious? <I don't> know. <laughs>
0: You're being a real Pomo right now That's <laughs> what it, you know, lends itself to, but.
1: I'm going to start saying that to people who are being like pedantic and shit, like, you're being a real pomo
0: pomo yeah Yeah. let's use pomo as a slur yeah (laughs) we're gonna pick one of these identities to sacrifice (laughs) everyone else will respect on some level (laughs) um but pomo is the new slur yeah it's the new gay now we can yeah you can't say like saying lame isn't as fun as calling something gay but pomo is close enough to homo no pomo but (laughs) 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 yes 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 it's the perfect slur one day you'll get canceled for calling for saying "pomo," um, but for now, it's the new, it's the new one.
1: Also, it's like, how Pomo. do you come up with that or like say that confidently Looking after pomos. giving that description? <laughs> where you are like, I don't believe in <laughs> any rule. You know, I, mean, I don't I feel like, like there's a putting words in my things. I'm a pomosexual. That's what, I think someone make
0: like like I'm like. Did, are any of these being made up as jokes? Like, did someone just make that as like the a, same fourteen
1: year old? It's the same got, fourteen
0: <laughs> who got people to drink piss, <laughs> but is unfortunately having them drink <laughs> people too old piss.
1: Uh. <laughs> We didn't do a fetish, but we did talk about piss the entire time.
0: Yeah. This, our fetish is being a child put into a piss farm where then, you know, the Pedophiles rich are also fuck you. fucking you from behind while you're trying to fill up your piss quota of the day. And yeah. It's so hot. It is hot. You Can I mean, hear the
1: sounds of your compatriots being railed? Oh, yeah. All as, the little
0: kids next to you. You're four. Everyone, you know, everyone else, <laughs> you, if you're three and everyone else is two, three, or four around you and you're all
1: being used, well, that is. See, I, I mean, honestly, in that <sighs> setting, like, I can't get into the four or five year old type stuff. For me, it's like I have to be, I have to be in one of the cheaper piss farms. One, cause it'll probably be a dirtier quality, right? Cause it's mm. the cheaper piss farm. But I mean, I'm at the youngest, like, Meh, like seven to 10.
0: It's hard to describe. More so like an
1: age, like nine for me. Yeah, but it's boys. hard to
0: describe the relationship to like what age you really are and the people around you are in my head when I'm in this kind of fantasy. Cause it's just more like, yeah, getting into a little headspace where this is just what's happening to you and your companion. I don't know. Like I'm not turned on by the youngness of other people or even it's, it's no, me. We, it's my, it's going back to my memory of being a three and four year old. You know, Yeah, and, no, for sure. You know, and like enjoying this like, oh, I'm actually being, yeah, sexually used in this way that I'm...
1: No, definitely. From. I mean, anybody that's kind of into age play yeah. or like into the, that kind of like fantasy, like has like an age range that you yeah. project yourself back into. I think it most often is like at least people who have a sexual interest in it, right? It's the age that you've started kind of becoming sexually aware. <laughs>
0: right. So for me, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn Curious George books and stuff <laughs> Fucking Curious George He's curious That goddamn shot mm-hmm. That goddamn doctor
0: Well, no, the shots were more in, in some of the other children's books Embarrassing Bears He was just put under We don't really know what happened to him When the oh. doctor put him under Just missed, Just <laughs> gone, you know, missed time yeah. Left a lot not know imagination what happened. There. Left a lot a, lot of negative space For the imagination to play with uh. Uh-huh man yeah, it's what it's the notes that weren't being played in the head book <laughs> <laughs> found one more fray sexual oh, fray sexuals on the asexual spectrum defined as when someone only experiences sexual attraction toward those that they are not deeply connected with and lose that attraction as they get to know the person you mean an avoidant?
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> <jerk>? a bummer <laughs> yeah that's a hard one to have it's like I, look i only want to fuck you need therapy stream. i don't know I- I mean maybe your thing's like you know like if you're just into cruising and you really just yeah. love cruising and so like I don't want to know you this you being a stranger yeah. is what does it for me like yeah. that's what gets my brain off
0: yeah, I guess maybe and like, the that's kind I of it. The more I get thing. to know you, the, the less intimate. you
1: fit the idealized version or like that initial strange attraction, that mystery's gone, and the mystery is what just propels me forward.
0: Yeah, so that it's all you, if like you, said, you like, might be fine with having a companionate relationship, you're like, look, it's just that after the first, you know, month or whatever, I'm just not going to be sexually attracted to you anymore. And so yeah. we can still be friends. I would love to have whatever, or you, whatever. But like, you have I that only...
1: companionate relationship, but you just yeah. don't experience sexual attraction. So, like, you just, have a, as soon as partner, you develop, you any Cruising and shit.
0: Yeah, but maybe as soon. Yeah, that's fun. But like, yeah. So it's just psychologically, like, as soon as you develop any level of intimacy with someone, that intimacy makes it so that your sexual attraction completely goes away.
1: There's some kind of. I don't think it's completely. It's probably like a gradient. Like, as I get to know you better, I like you less. (laughs) All
0: right. Well, yeah, I like your. But on like a deep level. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, are they saying they like the person less? they just or don't like people at all? Less, yeah, they just, just desire accurate. them less. Yeah, they're just saying like, yeah, once, yeah, maybe it is just the mystery being gone, but.
1: All right, you want to end it there?
0: Uh, yeah, we're good. Yeah, cool. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios.
1: We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's K-F-U-X. Peace. Ciao.